This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. All right. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Brent, your host of the LJS Podcast. And you're listening to episode 27, where today we're going to be going over our jazz challenge number two. Last week, we did our jazz challenge number one, which was write your own contrafact. So if you haven't checked out jazz challenge number one, go back to episode 26 and take that challenge. I highly encourage you to do that. We're in the middle of a series, a four-part series of jazz challenges. And these jazz challenges, um, we're doing these to prepare for our very first e-course that we're launching in October 2016 for those of you who are listening in from the future. And this course is called 30 Days to Better Jazz Playing. And 30 Days to Better Jazz Playing is a course that walks you through some focused, goal-oriented practice routines over the course of 30 days. It includes lectures to help you get through those. It's an audio course, so you're going to be guided through the entire course by yours truly. We have There's going to be handouts, play-alongs, different uh, resources to help you practice. This is a really great course. We're really excited to be launching this. And so in honor of that, we're doing these jazz challenges. So I hope you participate in these jazz challenges. And if you're interested in learning more about our 30 Days to Better Jazz Playing e-course, if you're on the website in the show notes, we will have a link to describe that course more for you and also to sign up to get notified because we're only going to be notifying those who sign up through that link when the course is available. And for the first round of this course, we're only allowing the first 30 people in. So be sure to do that. If you're not on the website, you can go to learnjazzstandards.com. In the top menu, there's podcast. Click on podcast and then look for episode 27 and you'll find that link in the show notes. So that's how you can get signed up, learn more about this course, and then ultimately get notified. Okay, so this jazz challenge number two, it's all about the blues, practicing the blues. So I'm going to go ahead and talk a little bit about why blues is important in jazz, why we should be practicing in all 12 keys and a host of other things to prepare you for this week of practicing the blues in all 12 keys. So let's go ahead and dive right into that. So I'm a really big fan of always explaining to my students why you should be practicing what I tell you to practice. I just don't believe in in giving people things to practice and them not knowing truly why it is important to practice. And that's something that I really stress in the 30 Days to Better Jazz Playing course. So I want to start by actually just giving a little bit of a brief history um, about the origins of blues and and how that plays into jazz. Um, Blues is definitely 
one of the most common forms of music that's integrated with jazz. Uh, it's it's in the language of jazz. Um, traditionally, you hear a lot of blues influence in jazz. It's also part of the repertoire. Uh, there's lots of jazz blues songs, which, uh, of course, are, are adopted from its origins of blues. So it's important to understand how blues started and how it integrated with jazz itself. So the first place to start is to realize that the blues and and jazz, of course, is African-American music. Okay, this comes really from the slave trade, the American slave trade. And, and uh, you know, it doesn't really matter where you live in the world. You probably have a uh, somewhat of an understanding of, of that time period and about the African slave trade um, during this time. Um, obviously, a, a grotesque pra- practice in this time in the world. But um, regardless, this is where jazz came from. It really came from the plantations, the southern plantations in the 19th century. So its inventors of blues were, were the slaves. Um, and and they were working on the fields, and it really came out of this whole singing in the fields and this call and response kind of activity. And this is where the blues was born. Now, there was a lot of call and response in blues. Like I said, they were also said to be based on spirituals most often, okay? The, the adopted religion, Christianity from their slave masters. Now, these songs were mournful, right? I mean, the blues, like that's what we always say, I've got the blues. Well, these people were enslaved. They were working on the fields. They were working hard. They were, this was hard labor. They were mistreated. I mean, so the blues just stems out of a certain agony, uh, and so this all comes from this this slavery, this African-American slavery in the slave trade of the 19th century. And it really was mostly born, said, said to be born in, in the Mississippi Delta, which um, is actually just a little bit north of up the river from New Orleans. Now, New Orleans, we know, was really the birthplace of jazz. And why was it the birthplace of jazz? New Orleans was a huge hub in the time, okay? It's on it's it's in the water. There's there's ships coming, there's trade coming, there's there's people from all over the world coming into New Orleans. It's really a big hub, it's really a big port city. What's happening is you're getting all kinds of influence. You're getting European influence and a lot of African American influence. And so you're you're getting just this big hub of culture and all these musics food culture combining together and this is kind of how how jazz is being born jazz is really kind of a marriage between some european styles of music and african american styles of music and largely in part the blues okay this is all coming together and so from the very beginning blues has had a huge huge role in jazz and it's developed out of the blues. So that's something always to remember. Jazz comes from the blues, okay? And lots of other styles of music have also come from the blues as we know. The blues is one of the most important styles, forms of music, along with jazz uh, in, in popular music today. It really all stems from here. So the blues is important. The blues is important to jazz, okay? This is important to understand. Now, of course, the blues has been adopted and, and changed into a jazz style. So if you're on the website in the show notes, I have two different kinds of blueses for you in PDF format you can look at. And, and, and in general, they're, they're 12-bar blues. That's what the blues is. It's a 12-bar uh, form. And the first one I have is just kind of a standard blues progression, which really only deals with the one chord, 
the four chord and the five chord. That's just the basic blues form that it's based off of. Now, early forms of blues that have been recorded like in the 20s by Robert Johnson and such, there's really, the form isn't really set. You know, sometimes they switch to a chord early. You know, it's not really a hard and strict rule, but we've created these this 12-bar rule for blues. So there's that first standard blues deals with the one chord, the four chord, and the five chord. So in the key of B flat, it's B flat as the one chord, E flat seven as the four chord, and F seven as the five chord. Okay, so that's that. Now, I also have for you a standard jazz blues notated on the show notes. And this, of course, is kind of how jazz musicians have uh, evolved the blues chord progression and basically added more harmonic context, more chord changes into the blues. And so you should really be familiar with this basic structure. Now, of course, jazz musicians have added a lot of other chords into the blues than what I've listed here, but it's important to at least understand that this is kind of the general uh, basic jazz blues progression. And of course, it deals with... Uh, the one chord, the four chord, and the five chord, but it also has the sharp four diminished in there, you'll see. Uh, it also goes to the sixth chord, which is often spelled as a dominant chord, and it has uh, the two chord in there as well, the two, five, one. So just take a look at that chart. I'm not going to go into that in too much detail on this podcast, but you can at least look at that and analyze that. Um, so that's important to understand that there's kind of those two basic styles uh, of forms of jazz. And, and of course, you can add many other chord changes to those and change them up, but that's kind of just the basics in case you didn't know already. Now, what are some popular jazz blues heads to consider? Um, of course, there's a, a, a large range of style of, of this, so we'll just go over a few. Tenor Madness is one. Um, blues for Alice is actually a change on the blues. It's Charlie Parker's adaptation of the blues where he really stretches the harmony on that uh blues in the closet uh cheryl is another blues by charlie parker but it kind of sticks with that um standard jazz blues chord progression um you got sandu by clifford brown sunny moon for two straight no chaser um things ain't what they used to be and on and on and on just lots of blues tunes and in the show notes i'll have uh, a few youtube video links you can listen to some jazz blues um and check those out Everybody, just a quick reminder, you're listening to the LJS podcast on LearnJazzStandards.com. And if you get value at today's show, consider adding value back. This podcast is 100% supported by listeners like you. So if you've got some value after today, consider leaving us a one-time monthly or annual donation. You can do that by going to LearnJazzStandards.com slash support. Thanks for your help. Okay, so that's some jazz blues heads that you should probably know. Now, the other question that you might have 
uh, is why should I practice the blues in all 12 keys this week? You know, why, what's the point of doing it all 12 keys? Why can't I just do it in one key or two keys or three keys or maybe just the popular keys, right? You know, the popular keys of blues tend to be F, B flat, C, uh, sometimes E flat um, in rock and uh, other st- in traditional blues. I mean, E and A are very common keys because uh, especially for guitar, those those keys really resonate really well with that instrument. Um, so those are kind of common keys, but why would I play it in concert D flat? Why would I play it in concert G flat? Well, there's a, there's several reasons to play in all 12 keys. Uh, and one is it's just going to improve your ears. And in jazz and improvisation, that's what it's all about is we want to be improving our ears all the time. The better our ears are, the more that we can hear musical information and musical chord progressions and harmony in different keys and different contexts, the better off we are, the better of a improviser you will become. So practicing in all 12 keys, it's not just me that says that. It's all professional jazz musicians, all of my mentors, all of my teachers, uh, anybody will tell you that this is a good practice to do to improve your ears. Uh, it's also going to give you more of a command of your instrument. Um, most instrumentalists know that some keys feel more comfortable than others. And, uh, you know, on a guitar, I play guitar. Some keys are harder for me. And, and for a saxophone player, they may actually be easy. But some of the keys that I find easy are hard for them. There's always keys that we're just not used to exploring. I find if I play a blues in B, it's really a lot harder for me because I'm so used to playing a blues in B flat, right? That's the common key, B flat. So challenging yourself to do these things is actually going to help you open up your abilities on your instrument, help you be able to navigate your instrument better. Uh, It's just going to give you uh, more command of your instrument. So that's another reason to practice in all 12 keys. Now, um, the third reason I want to list for practicing in all 12 keys is it really helps you internalize musical information. In the 30 Days to Better Jazz Playing course, we actually do do some taking elements through all 12 keys um, throughout the course, which helps you internalize jazz language. The course is really focused on learning jazz language. So we do do that. And that, that really helps you just to be able to reference material and get things into your ear, into your psyche so that you'll be, you'll be able to play them on a whim. Like you'll be playing a solo, uh, improvising, and, and that information is going to come naturally to you because you've really taken it through different keys, through different contexts. You've opened up the ability on your instrument. You're improving your ear. It helps you internalize information, okay? Uh, so playing the blues in all 12 keys can help you internalize information, can help you internalize the chord progression better. Being able to play that chord progression in all 12 keys is incredibly helpful. Okay. Now I want you, if you're on the website, which I hope by now that, you know, whether you're listening on iTunes, uh, YouTube or, or wherever you're at right now, that you have navigated to the website, learnjazzstandards.com podcast, find episode 27. You can look at the jazz challenge number two, uh, handout that I've given you. And this kind of walks you through how to practice the blues and all 12 keys this week. It is pretty simple. It basically walks you through what keys to practice it in each day. And 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 you'll notice that I'm going through the circle of force. What's the circle of force? Um, usually it's a chart, a little pie chart that, that helps you uh, know how many sharps or flats are in each key. I just basically use it as, as a way to cycle through all 12 keys in fourths. Okay. So cycling through force would be C, 
F, B flat, E flat, A flat, D flat, G flat, B, E, A, D, G, right? Those are all a fourth apart from each other, those notes. And that's how I like to cycle through um, all 12 keys. So you'll notice if you go to that jazz challenge number two handout on the show notes, day one, I have you learning the, or practicing rather, the blues in concert C and F. Day two, B flat and E flat. Day three, A flat and D flat, day four, G flat and B, day five, E and A, day six, D and G. And on day seven, this is really important, I'm having you review all 12 on day seven. Review is really important. We definitely talk a lot about that in the 30 Days to Better Jazz Playing course. Um, So review on day seven, all of those. And and only stick to those two per day. Don't, Don't practice more than that. If anything, if you have a lot of time to practice, practice those two keys that you're working on that day a lot, okay? Uh, It's important just to take small fragments of information and really hone in on them, really practice them. Uh, Don't do more than I've told you to do for, for sure, okay? So, that's kind of the the way I want you to practice those. And again, you don't necessarily need to play a head over top of that, although that could be really a great way to do things is take a, a blues head that you know and work it over all 12 keys, but really spend time improvising over that, okay? Um, you can do this by just sen- simply setting a metronome to beats two and four and just practicing with a metronome. If you have a friend to practice with, even better. Uh, so especially if you're a co- if you have a comping instrument friend and you're not, um, and or or vice versa, it doesn't really matter. Uh, to have someone to practice with is good. Also, you can also practice with backing tracks. There's no harm in that. Um, I've attached uh, our blues and all twelve keys play along album in the show notes as well. If you want to. Um, purchase that album to help you practice through all 12 keys. That's a great tool to do that. So you can check that out in the show notes as well. So this is uh, how you're going to practice through these 12 keys in this seven day period in this week. And so I really encourage you to take this challenge. Now, I'm not just going to leave you with just do this. Um, if you want, you can prove it um, in the show uh, in the, the show notes. If you go to the comment section on the website, leave a comment with you a YouTube video of you playing through all 12 keys, just at least one chorus uh, per key improvising over each key and show us your stuff that you can play the blues in all 12 keys. So that's the challenge this week. Practice the blues in all 12 keys. Alright, that's all for this episode of the LGS Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And of course, leave your videos of you playing through all 12 keys in the comment section below. This is a jazz community. Would love to see you take this challenge. And remember, if you want to get signed up to get notified about the 30 Days to Better Jazz Playing e-course in October 2016, then Go to the show notes and find the link. You can learn more about the course there and sign up. Remember that only the first 30 people upon launch will be entered into this first round, so be sure to do that. And remember, if you got value from today's podcast, consider adding value back. Leave us a one-time monthly or annual donation to help support the production of this podcast. You can do that by going to learnjazzstandards.com support. All right, next week we're going to be coming out with episode 28 in our jazz challenge number three. We'll see you then.
Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.